Welcome to the Cell Culture Dish podcast. Improved gene therapy analytics permit monitoring of critical quality attributes and increased manufacturing efficiency. I'm Brandi Sargent, editor of the Cell Culture Dish. Joining me today is Jonathan Royce, director of the Instruments Business Unit for Vero Nova. Jonathan has 20 years of experience in the life sciences industry and has worked with process and product development, scale-up, and process modeling. Jonathan holds degrees in chemical engineering from Northeastern University and the University of New Hampshire. I wanted to start today by asking if you could describe some of the manufacturing challenges facing the gene therapy industry today. Absolutely. Well, there's definitely a capacity crunch for manufacturing of gene therapy vectors. So firstly, one can say that there's a challenge just to figure out where one should manufacture. Um, But once that problem is solved, there are lots of questions remaining about how. Uh, Today, there are no template processes for vectors, so the process development activities are quite intense compared to more established therapeutics like antibodies. And furthermore, there are no established packages of analytical techniques. So while one development team is working on establishing the process, oftentimes another team is working on establishing the analytical characterization, uh, leading sometimes uh, to cases that are like chicken and egg scenarios where the process development team is waiting for an analytical method and the analytical method is also waiting for results from the process development team. That makes sense. And then to follow on with that, why is scale-up of the gene therapies particularly difficult? Well, I don't know if it's inherently more difficult than other biologics, but it certainly is less mature. Uh, Historically, viral vectors are produced using adherent cell lines with transient transfection, but this type of production doesn't lend itself well to scale-up, although it could possibly be scaled out. Um, But that said, there are plenty of examples where viral vectors have been produced in suspension cell systems, so it's undoubtedly only a matter of time before we have really scalable production systems. And to go back to the analytics piece, you mentioned that analytics is uh, critically important, and that rings true for biomanufacturing and gene therapy as well. Could you describe uh, the analytics that are currently being used for gene therapy manufacturing to monitor critical quality parameters? Sure. Uh, Today, the analytics packages being used to characterize gene therapy vectors are a combination of techniques, including dynamic light scattering, analytical ultracentrifugation, qPCR, surface plasma resonance, and electron microscopy. It's important to have these orthogonal techniques to measure different parameters with some degree of overlap. This helps us to ensure that we get complete characterization but it also provides a level of redundancy that's necessary to have reliable results. To go back to dynamic light scattering, uh, it's a technique frequently used to determine particle size distribution and to detect aggregates in culture. But what are the limitations to this technique? DLS is a great technique in that it has broad applicability and it provides very quick results. Uh, It's, however, limited by the fact that it is a low-resolution method that cannot uh, often resolve entities which are similar in size. And while DLS can detect particles over a really broad size range, the size of the particles that we're typically trying to characterize in gene therapy applications are often in the lower 1% of that range. And this means that the resolution of the particles of interest uh, and smaller contaminants, for example, that can become very challenging using DLS in gene therapy applications. And I know that Varnova has developed the Minitem to improve gene therapy analytics. Could you describe how it works for listeners? 
Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. Um, MiniTime is a compact transition electron microscope that is controlled by an integrated software package. And that package automates many of the steps that microscopists normally need to do manually. The process of analyzing a sample is done in three steps. So first, you need three microliters of sample. Those three microliters are prepared by fixing the sample on a copper mesh grid. Then the grid is inserted into the microscope and a series of images are taken. And this can be done either manually or using the automation built into the software. And then finally, the images are processed using image analysis algorithms that detect and classify the different particle types that we observe in the sample. And in this way, the image data is actually translated into quantitative data that can be used in analyses like particle integrity, purity, or aggregate analysis. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I saw a recent infographic on gene therapy that Vironova published, and it showed that the MINITEM can be implemented to reduce development time. Could you explain for listeners how the process is streamlined with the MINITEM? Because I thought that was really uh, important for, for listeners to know. And also the infographic, I'll place yeah. it in the show notes so that um, listeners will be able to go back to it and, and view the infographic. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, I can explain that point. You know, process development is a tough job where scientists are given relatively little time to make key decisions on what methods to use, uh, also on what conditions to maintain and what to measure. And in order to make good decisions, these scientists need high-quality information, and they need this information to be available almost immediately. Uh, and many time really enables this by putting the power of electron microscopy in the PD or analytical lab. We previously discussed there are lots of complementary methods on the market, but MiniTEM is perhaps the only method that provides direct visual confirmation of what's going on in your sample. And we've seen time and time again that this visual information provides insights that other analytical methods miss. And getting those insights early can save weeks or even months of time so that informed decisions can be made quickly. I think that's really uh, beneficial information. Um, and also in the same infographic, you explained how MiniTEM can increase the number of projects that could be run simultaneously. Could you elaborate on that a little bit as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, we often talk about shortened development time as being critical to getting products on the market faster. And this is, of course, one very important aspect. But the reality is that PD is one of the main bottlenecks in the development of new therapeutics. And PD teams always have more projects in the pipeline than they have capacity for. So shortening the development cycle for a single project also increases the efficiency of a given team of scientists, meaning that they can become more productive and deliver more projects in the same period of time. That's great because everybody needs more time always for their work. And, Absolutely. And especially in labs that are busy like that, it's uh, the more hands-on you can get projects, the better. I wanted to thank you so much for this. I think it's really interesting. I know gene therapy is a developing area and manufacturing is developing as well right along with the industry. Um, so this has been really helpful and interesting to learn more about uh, improved analytics uh, for this industry. Would you be able to add anything else for listeners today that we may have missed talking about? I think I'd just like to add that, you know, we at Veranova are immensely proud to be part of this exciting field of gene and cell therapy. Uh, it feels really meaningful to see that the therapeutic market is moving from treatment to cure. And we believe that our tools and services provide differentiated insights that can be enabling to the success of our peers in the PD and analytical labs. Uh, we recently placed MiniTEM systems at the heart of two great gene therapy centers. So one is at Cambridge Mass at the Cambridge Innovation Center, and one is in London at the Francis Crick Institute. 
And if anyone listening today thinks that they can benefit from the insights that a Minitime can provide, they should not hesitate to contact us so we can schedule a demo for them. That's great. It's a really exciting field. The more tools that we have to further the industry, the better. And I really appreciate your time today talking about uh, the Minitem and analytics for gene therapy. It's been really interesting. Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Cell Culture Dish podcast. To learn more about this and other stem cell and biomanufacturing related topics, please visit us at www.cellculturedish.com or for downstream biomanufacturing topics, www.downstreamcolumn.com.